0: Sweet, tasty riffs. Are you sharing the link? Are you spreading the nerddom? I already did. That's what I'm talking about, Robert. I can't hit those notes. <laughs> Neither can I. Yes, this is WrestleZone Daily coming to you from the NBC Tower in downtown Chicago. I'm Kevin Callum. That is Robert DeFelis. We cover everything going on in the big wide world of wrestling from WrestleZone.com it's a website you can go to wrestling information uh such good stuff if you are just joining us yes we will have details on brock lesnar's new wwe deal and uh what it pertains to and how long he'll be around we'll also get into the new matches that have been added and uh, clarified for the upcoming survivor series card and more importantly We'll get into your questions here. We'll take your questions live. They'll pop up on the screen if you're watching us on the live stream. If you're checking out the podcast, we're going to get into more of bringing you guys into the mix on our uh, Thursday shows, likely our Monday show. So four days a week. If this is the first time you're listening to us, we do this four days a week on both an audio podcast you can listen to on demand through iTunes and TuneIn, and a live stream that you can watch also on demand whenever you want through the Facebook, the Book of Faces So let's get right into it. Brock Lesnar is our leadoff story today. New details coming from Dave Meltzer, Big Papa Dave, over at the Wrestling Observer and his writings for MMAfighting.com so that MMA fans kind of know how long he's going to be over on the UFC side because it's just a matter of time. When is he going to have another big main event for them? Well, it looks like he will have a concurrent WWE deal and that deal was uh, clarified and extended in some way or fashion that we're not exactly clear on but we do know some things from Meltzer here the deal was made in secret uh, right around the time that they had to find out about Roman Reigns situation and knowing that they're gonna need a big star like Lesnar around for a foreseeable period and it looks like Lesnar's deal will at least keep him through the WrestleMania season. Now, this could put Lesnar, obviously, something I've been saying for a couple days now, in another big match at the biggest show of the year. What do you think, Mr. DeFelis?
1: What do I think? I think that it's amazing that the, the, the secret meeting happened between Lesnar and Vince, and I'm just picturing, like, cloaks and a secret handshake that somehow only Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, Vince McMahon, and Dave Belter are aware of. Mm-hmm. And honestly do we need more of lesnar or do we need to take a chance on the stars of today i know that's like a thing that everybody gets onto their platforms and says yep. but why are we you know like why not take a chance on a drew mcintyre or a um aj styles put him on raw i'll tell you how he does i
0: have a very good re i have a couple of very good reasons for this Those are stars, but those aren't stars that regular people know about. Those are stars that wrestling fans know about. And you're in a different era where the product is consumed in a wildly different and it is driven absolutely by a casual fan And supported in its foundation by fans like you and I, and people that have the network already. But the fly by night people that get the network from you know January through April are the fans that really make a difference, and they're the fans of the reason why WWE is going to be back on a network TV uh, platform weekly in a very, very big way, which will be a whole new level of uh, competition and pressure for them, but also a whole new level of marketing for them that is consistently different than what they may have already been doing. Maybe just an extension, but just much much wider. You're going to see WWE promoted during NFL games. Think about that. That's a bigger thing. So you need somebody who has that sports credibility on the other side of that aisle of just entertainment and sports in general to pull people over. Brock Lesnar has consistently been that. And no one can deny it. Whether you like the guy or not, he has been that. You can see him. He steps in the ring. You buy it. There's, no, there's nothing um, phony about his legitimacy. I should say so. Uh, as much as people think, uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, he's not gonna be Brock. Right uh, well, that's where your regular guys then step up. That's the thing. If he wasn't there so long, and it's such a big deal that he's not there all the time, then how come so many other people haven't put themselves in a position where, well, we don't need Brock Lesnar?
1: I think that. Am I wrong? Too many. I, no, I agree with what you're saying completely. I just think that too many people have become, just complacent with the idea that okay we're never gonna reach this level Mm. and on some levels that's a that's an internal thing and that's me speculating you know but that would be an internal thing my issue is we've already seen reports that fox wants more of a sports-like broadcast bingo but if but if they go with lesnar and fox says wait a minute you know my regular week-to-week TV consists of Our truth and a dance break. Are they going to be disillusioned by their WWE deal too quickly?
0: No, uh, because uh, as much as everyone's going to think, oh, they want a sports show, that's just a, a, a hot bite sound bite that people run with. To ring up this flag of well, WWE needs to do a New Japan style show. It needs to just be this one thing. It needs to just be this one dimensional show. That just—it's never going to be that. It's a three ring circus with a little bit of uh, of comedy, a little bit of this character, a little bit of that. And if it isn't, it isn't the WWE. Remember, because if it was just that, then 205 Live would be the most popular show that we're talking about right now. And that's no rip that's to so 205, sure. um, but it isn't. It isn't a rip to 205 Live. 205 Live is a niche fun show for a very specific type of fan in the same way that NXT is and I'm not belittling it because WWE with a streaming network where they can deliver these things directly to people can do that the same way Netflix can put a show on TV that a network would never even look at or think oh that's good but it's too risky it's too this it's too that whereas WWE has to think well how can we do this for uh, those fans that are already there and everybody Brock Lesnar is a very you don't have to develop a new guy. You don't have time to do that. You have WrestleMania and in the biggest media market in the world in a football stadium, and tickets go on sale in a week and a half. And you need big stars in place with titles. You have plenty of them, but you need someone who is a mainstream star. This has been the way WWE has been for over 20 years i don't know why this is something that people have to relearn over and over again i'm not saying that you're dumb or you don't get it or blah 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 i know i'm uh the stream is making me look really clunky here uh but i do want to appreciate you guys that are patient with the audio it drives me crazy oh thank you be live i will say this be live get your shiz together um be live is
1: great yeah the, a great- the,
0: it's a fun service <laughs> It's a fun service, but when I look at myself, and it seems like I'm seeing myself an hour and a half ago uh, while I'm talking to you live, it it aggravates me. So I do get riled up here. Uh, People saying Becky is better. Uh, Talking about the champions they have now. Uh, Give the belt to Seth Rollins. Uh, You know, all these different things. Uh, You know, so any – you know, people just – Want to just if they don't see their specific thing, then all it all sucks. Like they can't they can't wrap their minds around. Well, if you don't like the champions, do you like the Intercontinental Champion? Do you like your tag teams? Did that stop being entertaining? I love how if it if it isn't this at the top, then everything is gone. Like Raw is three hours. You're gonna see forty five minutes of stuff you love, maybe fifty minutes of stuff you don't like. And maybe an hour stuff where, hey, I didn't catch you watching on Hulu or I'll see you on YouTube clips. It's not one thing anymore. It's not consumed the same way anymore. So you need someone whose name goes across all of those different consumption lines. And Brock Lesnar is a guy who does that efficiently, easily, and effectively, consistently for, you know, over uh, over a decade now. And I don't think anyone's going to deny that. You have a guy who can walk into an ESPN studio, people know who he is. I don't, I don't think you, you don't get that from somebody else sometimes. And that's not a rip to anyone else. You know, that's just the that is the way it is. When you have when you lose Roman Reigns, who could walk into ESPN and people would know who he is? Who would walk through an airport and people would turn their heads? You have that guy. So it isn't to say that anyone isn't uh, talented or they're not there. They're just not there right now. And that's what they need right now. This isn't something they they have to wait around for. They need this now. Imagine if they said, like, oh, we're not going to have a champion until the end of the Royal Rumble. People would lose their minds. They would be like, this is silly. So uh, this is a situation they were put in circumstantially, and I think they're
1: dealing with it. I do think that they feel like Rollins and Ambrose will carry December, and I do think they will. But... I would even feel more comfortable with them going with an extended John Cena run. Like, let's give John from now till SummerSlam, let's say. He's not to around. To be there consistently, you you... get the younger guys over, and then we can have John Cena kind of fade off into the sunset. And, oh, look, in the meantime, he's put over the Velveteen Dream. Let's just – I'm just throwing a name out there. He, he's you not – a... He's not around, you
0: know. He's not around at all. So it's it's just disappointing here. Uh, I I don't I don't I'm disappointed in how much people are critical about things that. If you just do the math, look, look what position they're in. You know, like this is what they're doing the best they can with this situation. I'm dealing with all the tech here, guys. We're gonna reboot for just a second. All right, I'm gonna deal with all of this because it's driving me crazy. Uh, Robert, we're gonna pull, we're gonna pull up the graphics here, guys. Just stay right there. I'm just gonna reboot everything. I'll be right back in a second. Hang on.
1: All righty. All right.
0: All right, I think we're looking better now. There we are. Looks a lot better, even though I'm still not in sync, but we'll go with it. Uh, WrestleZone Daily resuming here. We're talking about Brock Lesnar. What's going to happen with him in the top position as the universal champion now, and also what's going to happen with him in UFCs? Or he's already had Daniel Cormier, the UFC heavyweight champion, a man who owns two titles there. Uh, very odd situation with him because Cormier, big fan of wrestling, said he wants to see that WWE championship out at an octagon. Also, news coming together: Cormier thinks his career is going to be oh, done in March 2019. So, I mean, you have a, you have a lot of odd situations here. Is he going to have a fight? In UFC, less than two months before WrestleMania, is he going to work WrestleMania then? You know, that, that, that like what type of match are we going to get from him at WrestleMania after working that? Or if that fight is put into late May, June, are we going to get a full force Brock Lesnar? Because remember last time he was ramping up for a fight in the UFC, still was in WWE, and did a match with uh, Dean Ambrose that Dean Ambrose wasn't too happy about, wasn't too excited about. Uh, and didn't feel like we were getting uh, 110% Brock Lesnar. When you get full-time, when you get full, I don't say full-time Brock, when you get full energy Brock, you get an exciting character. You get somebody who leaps off the screen. Uh, But do we get one that's kind of trepidatious? You know, Crown Jewel, he was in the ring for a little bit, did a couple of things, but
1: didn't do a lot. I think the last time we got full energy Lesnar was the feud with The Undertaker in 2015. Uh, I think, that, yeah, I think you're right. And if you look at that, from 2016 through, I would say now, I think he's wrestled a combined maybe two hours, two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So I really think that the last full energy we got was Undertaker in 2015. But I will say this. We've been talking a lot about what to do with Lesnar. I would take a Brock Lesnar-John Cena match. I know that's not popular, but I would really push for putting that belt on john cena <coughs> because that's a name that you know and that's a name who is really branching out but still has enough ties to wwe to where it's not the rock in oh 0- oh five you know would, would, he's still wwe would that break the
0: world title reign then i know he's matched it that would break it then. that would that would break flair's world
1: title reign i think that's something you say for wrestlemania and I think if you do that with Cena winning the Rumble, Cena then ties Austin's Rumble record. Yeah. And I think it's a good deal. On the other side, I would also say, why not Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? You know what?
0: Because <laughs> uh, the there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, you got to get Daniel Cormier there. I don't know if that's something that Daniel, Daniel Cormier is going to try out to be a commentator for WWE. I, I just don't know if he's a guy who wants to get in the ring and learn all that because that's a lot to learn. That's a lot to learn very, very quickly. I, maybe he's around some of it and he's aware of it as a guy who's around combat sports. I don't want to make those assumptions, but I, I just can't guarantee that's going to be there. Thank you guys for being uh, so patient with us here during the live stream and our taping of the podcast of the tech issues, but we're dealing with it. Uh, continuing on, WWE looks like they've cemented a lot more of the card. For Survivor Series, we were going to get a 5-on-5 match between the men on SmackDown and the women. So you get a 5-on-5 elimination match. SmackDown last night in Manchester, England, featured a lot of fracas from both sides of the women's match. The women weren't getting along. Naomi, Naomi going off on Mandy Rhodes, who brought up her husband's name. Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, Miz, even Shane McMahon getting into a tussle at the end of the card. Uh, now WWE had a fun run in Manchester for two nights. Uh, but uh, I think SmackDown just a little bit wasn't nearly as exciting as Raw this week, though I thought both shows were really cool. Rey Mysterio had a great match with Andrade Cien Almas, but they'll, they're, laying the, they're, laying, they're laying the cards together here for Survivor Series. Now, there's a lot of fun matches, but uh, there, there is one thing that's sneaking up to me. What's the consequence? What's at stake? You know, what what happens if you if one team wins? What do they get? What what is what is being pursued? Just the the bragging
1: rights of it all, or it's the bragging rights of it all. We've done this a few years now, yeah. and it's never for more than bragging rights. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's almost a throwback to the original concept of Survivor Series, where you have teams striving to survive, and that's really what it is. It's these two brands who will that are survive, striving to prove their dominance. Their dominance, you know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, it's the best card they could do with the last two months of hysteria and a lot of bad news and a lot of controversy this is the best they can do and i'm actually really looking forward to this card i think it'll be a great final major show for the uh, year.
0: i think so and i also think there's probably a lot that maybe they're holding on to because we have royal rumble in a baseball stadium yes. in january and that's a show that's going to eat up 30 40 guys for one match 30 40 ladies for one match And then what singles cards are we going to have beyond that? Or is it just a show that sells itself? Some people say Royal Rumble has gotten to the point where it just sells itself, which I can agree with to a point. There's some people who say, I have a lot more fun just going to the Royal Rumble than I did going to Mania. If you're joining us, uh, like and share the video. That helps us defeat our greatest foe. Who is Robert DeVillis?
1: Those those damn
0: heel algorithms. Those damn dirty algorithms. All right. It's, it sounds
1: the algorithm.
0: It sounds vaguely. It sounds vaguely like politically incorrect to say algorithms. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, if you if you're helping us out, it helps us defeat them specifically on social media because the way things are ranked. So the more you like this, so we have uh, a couple reactions here. What do you think when you hear something on the show and you're listening live? If you like it, give it a thumbs up. If you don't, give it a uh, face. Give it a smiley face. So more reactions help us get it, and more people sharing the video really, really helps as well. Uh, stay interactive. If your comments aren't getting on the screen, we still want you to hear from them. Uh, just because it's yeah. not up there on the screen, don't don't doesn't think it doesn't matter. Uh, do want to get into the whole card in general? Survivor Series has some big things on it. What's missing so far, though?
1: So far, we haven't heard the raw lineup for the tag team's Survivor Series match, mm-hmm. and I think that's because it's going to end up being probably Bobby Roode and Chad Gable and the Ascension, and who, what do they got? The Revival, and that's about it. Is it? that
0: four and four? Is it like ten teams against ten teams? It's
1: Well, I think it's uh, it'll be five teams each, perhaps? Wow.
0: That's insane. It's ten So it's ten. like,
1: we already know we got the Usos and the New Day. Yeah. Uh this is a lot of well, guys in one match. This is well, confusing. Smackdown have, like SmackDown doesn't really have the the Bludgeon brothers. No, they anything.
0: don't. Maybe they do. Are they still there? They're, no, they don't have them because one of them's injured, right? There's well, maybe
1: they do uh the, the good brothers. So the we good, got good, brothers, good brothers,
0: brothers still under contract, deeply hidden under contract.
1: <laughs> the good brothers new day, Usos, and
0: this, I don't This is I really just don't. nuts. This is just nuts. And then you also get the uh, Raw Tag Team Champions ALP versus The Bar currently. You're also going to see Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. I think for hardcore fans, you're still going to complain, but you're getting that dream match. So what are you complaining about? But uh, I
1: think this is a hell of a show for hardcore fans. you got Becky Lynch. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. And what does that say about Becky Lynch that she has the honor of being the first of the four horsewomen to touch Ronda Rousey? True. That's a huge deal.
0: I'm going to break you know? your arm. You want my respect. I want your limb. You know, so uh, <laughs> that I enjoyed that on SmackDown. I also, uh, Nikki Cross made her debut on SmackDown. Hell yeah. Uh, Good for Nikki Cross. Yeah, so I thought that was something special. More importantly, uh, Sanity showed up. <laughs> and got no reaction. No reaction. And I,
1: nobody I, knew what to think. What yeah. would you think if you haven't seen these people in, you know, Four weeks, five weeks, and they just show up.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, some people saying they would love to see Becky and Ronda main event Survivor Series. You know, there's a distinct I, I possibility of that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised at that some people would like to see Revival get in the mix. Uh, what do we think of Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles? Uh, we haven't heard these guys talk about each other a lot just yet, but this match can be sold simply on the last time they touched each other. It was a really fun match, and Brock Lesnar came out on top.
1: I think that this will be the surprise of the night, and I'm going to predict a hot take here, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I think AJ Styles takes it. Woo! Does he wing clean? I think he catches him. I think maybe he stuns Brock a little bit, flying forearm, and gets the quick pin, and then he's out of there. You're crazy.
0: You're crazy. I I, I, you're you're a crazy man. You, you are. Because then uh, you know
1: what? Then we've got a, a Royal Rumble match if we want it. We got a WrestleMania match if we want it. They're one and one. They can always go back. Mm, mm. You know. Yeah. True. Uh,
0: and uh, so I I don't know. I just I think the match itself can be exciting on the premise of just two guys who've had a great match before and we're gonna get another one. You know. Like so to me that I can I can buy into it from there in terms of what happens. I'm almost of the sense of I don't care just as long as the match itself is good. You ever you ever have that where you just you just buy two guys so much that you don't really the the results especially when I don't feel that we're gonna see these guys at WrestleMania and if I don't I don't feel I don't, also don't feel we're gonna get much of an extended program with either one of them I feel I feel we're gonna get this match and it's gonna either lead to something else for either for either one of them it's gonna start something for somebody else and that's one problem I have about Survivor Series I think there's gonna be a lot of jumping off points into other programs on this show and the way that we see with royal rumble sometimes where it launches into a lot of different feuds for other people i think this will do the same thing that we'll see that a lot here and that may upset some people but that's just my feeling now maybe that can change in a week It's very possible. Uh, But WWE being in in the position of uh, having to flip from Crown Jewel into this with a few weeks, you know, they got something really strong on paper here. But I'm just looking for a little bit more fine-tuning, a little bit more dialed-in stuff. Do you want to bring up this? AJ Styles has been champion for 365 days, one of the longest title reigns in WWE modern history. They have a lot of champions,
1: all right. but when you have a guy who has a title that long, it is significant. And who would have thought that AJ Styles, who for the majority of my lifetime was Mr. TNA, mm-hmm. would be one of the longest-reigning WWE champions I would ever see? Yeah, it yeah. just and it's a kind of crazy. Of... If you told me that five years ago, I'd be like, you're ridiculous. You know, like, I wouldn't Absolutely believe Absolutely ridiculous. Um, what... and a lo- Go ahead. Go ahead. A lot of these guys really have surprised the WWE, and I think AJ Styles is the best example of that. He is the reason why I think... The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, and you hear all those names all the time, he's the reason why they consider going. Mm. Because look what they did with AJ. True. True. And we're still waiting to see what happens with
0: them, right? We're still waiting to see what happens with the Elite. Oh, yeah. Every day, it just seems like somebody else is trying to stir the pot with that. Uh, I know we touched on this a little bit. We haven't heard any new details on it. Uh, Tetsuo Naito, one of the big stars in New Japan Pro Wrestling, apparently turned down a deal with WWE around Dominion last year when he competed against Chris Jericho. No more details coming out about that, but you can follow all of the story and everything we're doing with that at WrestleZone.com. Some other big stories we have up there as well. I enjoyed this. A very great conversation with Brian Pillman Jr., I recorded that. You can get it in the podcast feed if you just want to read it. Uh, He is a big star for MLW. They will be in Chicago at Cicero Stadium, made famous by the old Windy City Pro Wrestling. Cicero Stadium on the south side. Go White Sox. A big show tomorrow. Some tickets are still available. They're going pretty quick. Uh, MLW.com. You can go there. We will be there. We'll have a lot of exclusive coverage. But I was excited to do this interview. It's up now at WrestleZone. With Brian Pillman Jr., he's the son of Brian Pillman. He uh, accepted that name, and we talk about him taking that name on and forming the new Heart Foundation. Also, his upcoming match with Tommy Dreamer. If you haven't followed MLW, uh, Brian Pillman is a really exciting new character who is, of course, obviously linked to the past. Who kind of brings it all together in a new way. I, I, if this, he's a really great guy to jump into the current picture of mlw and you can all follow and you can watch episodes of them on their website as well it's it's a very and they're fun... on being
1: sports they're on fight tv you yeah. can catch them yeah. just about everywhere and the new heart foundation with brian uh, uh what's the harry smith yeah. and teddy hart one of the best factions i've seen in a long time yeah they're re- gonna be yeah. special
0: it reminds me of like mid-atlantic championship wrestling like nwa stuff from like the late 80s 90s in terms of the like it's it's not longer than an hour. Uh, it has a lot of the vibes of NXT, like the the simple big notes of storytelling and just wild fun matches. They did war games. It was just a really cool brawl for all type situation. So you also get kind of an R, like I wouldn't say an R rated, but it's like PG thirteen. So it's definitely a little bit more grittier. Sammy Callahan from Impact Wrestling is is there as well. Uh, he's going to have a match with Filthy Tom Lawler from MMA. So you get a lot of the modern notes. But a lot of the same storytelling and framing and formatting that I enjoyed about 80s, 90s, like early 80s up to the 90s wrestling, in terms of like I'm gonna cut that promo right into the camera, you know, and we're gonna be in a studio and like different things like that that you haven't seen utilized in a long time, and I like. And the- you have got Tony I-
1: Schiavone on the call.
0: And you got Tony Schiavone like- on the call. What 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 a deal! One heck of a deal right there. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So uh, a lot of a lot of people. Yes, I'm being told on the chat. You can also check it out on YouTube. Yes, they have a bunch of big full matches on YouTube. If you haven't checked it out as well, so I'm kind of excited to see what they bring to the table and also see it taped live. I enjoy seeing a TV taping. I like seeing the inner workings, the curtain pulled back. So we'll have that all for you at WrestleZone tomorrow. Uh, WrestleZone tomorrow. And if you follow us on any of the socials, we'll have a bunch of stuff. We may even do a Facebook Live from Cicero Stadium. So I'm trying to figure all that out. Uh, be aware. We may tape the show uh, maybe even earlier tomorrow afternoon while we're, while we're jumping into that. So that's everything we have going on at WrestleZone.com. A lot to get into, but something else I want to get into, it's very important, is your questions. Should we dump right? Should we jump right into it? Should we just jump I think right we into should. everything they got? Uh, as we're, They're getting ready for NXT. They're getting ready for 205 Live tonight. They're going to hunker down. You know, I don't like this. I don't like that. Well, guess what? Brother, fire off your questions. I want to hear him. So fire off anything you guys want to ask us. Uh, This is what we're about. We get into the
1: lightning round. Lars Sullivan, by the way, a mountain of a man. Have you just – I love him. He's – such a throwback guy he's, you could easily see him in the ring with Hogan Austin yeah you know he fits any era like he, he looks he when they they call
0: him the freak or the freak accident and I think they just border on and say he's a freak you know you can just hear Vince say he's a freakish monster I want monsters. uh and he, you certainly get that in Lars Sullivan also but he's I think if you put him in there with braun braun would be like half a foot taller than him you know because I mean, immediately you just start matching him up to the other big monster dudes and you're getting that with Lars so, uh, people saying da, 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 love MLW. All right, thank you. I'm looking forward to that. People saying I miss WCW on Saturday nights on TBS. Okay. Uh, southern wrestling fans always miss something that ain't from New York City. Got to have these Yankees tell me how to watch wrestling. I don't need it. I want WCW. All right, I'm just having fun here. Uh, how do you feel about the inevitable Shane heel turn? Well, I, I liked it on SmackDown. I liked it on Crown Jewel. I think they already did it. But I think with the modern thing with WWE is everyone thinks, oh, big turn, done. You know, and then the next week we find out more. I think with so much content week to week, and, uh, and I mentioned cross-platform things where it's not just the TV show. It's the, the clips that you see it on and YouTube and Hulu. And, and I'm not going to watch the whole show. I'm just going to watch a little bit of it, you know. They try to be this non-linear storytelling thing, which is very hard to do because fans are so used to week to week. Now you're going to get uh, these weeks to these weeks. You know, like things are drawn out a little bit more. And I think the Shane situation is just that. Uh, there's a lot of upheaval on the SmackDown side. They're, they're, they've, they've really shuffled the deck there, even though they have a lot of the same champions in terms of the feuds. The Usos and the, and the New Day are getting along, and a lot of the women now are going to be shuffled around here. Even though we have these kind of uh, brand versus brand things, there's a lot of movement in the pot, and I don't think you need to immediately say, like, this guy is a heel. You know, I, I don't think we
1: need to do that uh, right away. But uh, well, let me let me just say, if all the McMahons are heels, does that push it easier for a brand unification? Mm, mm, mm. Uh,
0: You know what? I, I don't know. Uh, and I think we would have a better idea of this, especially out of Survivor Series. But when Survivor Series is sold on Raw versus SmackDown, you can't really t- start talking about that. I mean, if the show itself was, we're going to have a unification show, that would be a much bigger deal. And I think you would need a more uh, a lot of different things to happen across everything they're doing uh, when they're balancing so many plates uh, th- to get there. And a lot of people think, oh, a unification would be a better deal. For WWE going into uh, now having two very different TV partners, Fox will have SmackDown and Raw will be on NBC Universal's USA, and you'll see some different things there. And then some people will say, "Well, you should just have one champion on both shows." I don't think so. I think we, I think you need a champion for each show. But then you end the sense of well, what what do we give Fox and what do we give uh, what do we give USA, and and so there's a lot of balance there. And that's when I think actually you get a legitimate. Uh, feeling of a brand war. Then, when you're with two different separate companies, when both shows were on USA, it feels like, well, uh, USA wins. <laughs> you know who wins this? You know who wins this battle? USA. Uh, the, your TV partner. Now you have two different TV partners. I think it's a little bit more. That 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 that's the stuff that intrigues me. Somebody works in there. Uh, let's get into this. Uh, Braun should be champ. William Smith saying this. Uh, we did hear a word about this, and we're waiting for more details. We haven't heard much. Uh, But the word shot was used to describe Braun Strowman's knees recently, and that may have been why he had a a brief but very violent match with with Brock Lesnar uh, in which he lost the vacant uh, WWE Universal Championship at Crown Jewel. He was on Raw, multiple segments, but it wasn't a match. Uh, so what do you think about this? Is there a situation where Braun Strowman, who could have really just walked right into that top spot with Roman uh, having to leave due to illness, now is there trepidation with his with his status? Because if you're working with an injury, I don't know if you're the right guy to put the championship on right away. Now, if you had the championship and you were already, you know, you just came into that injury and you can work around it, CM Punk did it, different guys, many, many you guys have. I don't know if you want to do that
1: right away, if they don't know how bad it is. Well, I think if it's really bad, it's a, it sucks for WWE. It's a case of when it rains, it pours because they really need that top star. But I think they've also seen a lot of big guys with shaky knee issues. You know, they've had Big Show and Andre and Taker, and they might think, hey, just get your knee scoped, get it cleaned up a little bit, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll get the belt on you by backlash. But um, yeah, who's to say? I think they're really – and that's why – I was trying to pitch for an idea outside of Brock, but that's why Brock is the way to go in November because WrestleMania is right around the corner. Yep. You can get him for the Rumble. You can get him for Mania and then maybe cool him off and go with a more full-time guy. But I think WWE needs to decide quickly who that's going to be. Uh, Question coming up here about Alexa Bliss. Do you think Bliss should be the Raw?
0: Should GM Raw? And a feuding female GM since Corbin is horrible anyways. Here's the thing about Corbin being horrible. That's what you're supposed to think. Okay? Did you know that? Did you know you're not supposed to like everyone who's on the show and that you'll enjoy when one of them gets beat up? Or you'll like, like Raw this week was fun to see Corbin hide in a basement oh why did Dasha you're interviewing me in this this makeshift office I'm making and I'm making these security guards stack up all these boxes so that this monster doesn't come through the door uh, and then she says he's down in the basement he's like why did you reveal my position like like that was uh, <laughs> you know that was entertaining and people just forget that little note that was perfectly written for them and mind you that was written for them uh, and I think it's something to think about. You're not supposed to like everyone. You're supposed to have guys that you hate, and not not just oh, I like this. I like this villain. I these are cool villains, right? Because that's something people forget about that. There's something a twelve year old's got to turn on Raw and convince his mom and dad to be able to let him watch until you know midnight uh, Eastern time. And when he can, he's like, "Well, I just want to make sure that uh, that jerk and Corbin gets beat up by Braun." That kid has to be able to have some some passion. To say, Dad, come on, I'll do my math quiz later. I got to make sure that this jerk in a vestment with weird facial hair gets beat up,
1: you know? You know, he is a really good heel man, uh, GM. I think I wasn't sold on it because I liked Baron Corbin with the hair, even if he was balding. I liked Mm. Corbin the way he was. But as far as Alexa, I'm getting a little worried about her. I'm beginning to wonder if maybe she's going to go the route of like a Jason Jordan or – you know we've she's had seen a couple she's issues. had a couple of serious injuries yeah. yeah we've seen issues where they just start saying okay let's find something else for you a la Corey graves and i'd be really down if they decided that alexa couldn't go anymore because she is a highlight of the women's division
0: the word right now is Alexa suffered a concussion that's what kept her off evolution and the reasoning in making her the captain of the women's Raw Smack—excuse uh, me, the women's Raw Survivor Series team. So she'll captain it. She won't be in the ring, and, and man, she'll be kind of managing it, and playing a role. Uh, another thing about Alexis, she's great on the mic. I think she's one of the best talkers for the women in WWE right now, right up there with Becky, uh, and and knows how to really get a crowd right here. Right here is where she has her crowd, right in the palm of her hand. And, and, and there's a, a few people who can do that, but she can do it very gracefully. Uh, and I think you need more and more of that. and uh, you, need, you need more heels now. Uh, and I think she's in a position, even with her injury, to be able to do that. You look at Jason Jordan, he had some personality. He has some different things. He has a neck issue. He's not uh, in, active in the ring right now. and We don't know what his future is. But if that guy was a, a, a jump-off-the-page personality – Maybe there would be something else there for him. When you have Alexa Bliss where you have a concussion, all right, you're an athletically driven character, just that. That's All you are is that, and we like that, but uh, go home. you know. No, you don't do that with Alexa because you already have this big personality that you can benefit from from week-to-week television. So they're doing that, and I do worry about her, though. Just like you mentioned, is she going to be downgraded now? I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know how severe the concussion was, but if they're already talking about a timetable for her return – that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. When the word we're getting is that there's a timetable for her to get back in the ring, that's not a bad thing. People saying they love Alexa Bliss. I've seen some really diehard Alexa Bliss fans, and they tend to be brand new wrestling fans. She's one of the fans I think, she's one of the characters that really pops out to a younger millennial crowd, you know, like in their in their late, like late teens, early twenties. Uh, and I think you, you need characters like that. Yeah. And, any rumors and news. On Cody, the Bucks, or the oh. Bullet Club moving okay. anywhere? This is a question we get. About, about 50 a day. <laughs> about Chris. 50 a day. About 50 a day. And
1: we don't report any of them because we can't because they're not verified. But if I had a dollar for every time I saw a post that said, WB has offered more money to the Bullet Club, I'd be a rich person. <laughs> You'd be very rich.
0: I see these a lot. You see these very – you know, we've touched on this quite a bit. We get, we're we used to getting asked about it. But just to update you on everything, Cody, uh, his uh, contractual obligations with Ring of Honor have already been fulfilled. Uh, Young Bucks have only a few uh, dates com- to complete with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kenny Omega, who's also in the elite group, uh, he, will, he is the current IWGP heavyweight champion. He will defend that title against Hiroshi Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom at Tokyo Dome on January 4th. That has already been announced. And uh, what is his status after January of 2019? We don't know. Marty Scroll, I don't have exact dialed in where, what, what his status
1: is and how free he I is. mean, they've been teasing 205 for poor Marty for quite some time. <laughs> and, you know, would it be the worst thing if they went to WWE? I know everybody says they ruined Shinsuke and they ruined the, uh, Did the they Ballot ruin Club. Him?
0: Did they ruin him? Did they ruin him? Uh, I, I, when did they ruin I don't him? I think they did. When, no, no, no. Tell, know, me, tell me when they ruined him, when they made him the NXT champion, when he debuted with an, an insanely match of the year candidate with Sami Zayn. Did they ruin him then? Did they ruin him when they had him in a big match with AJ Styles at WrestleMania? Did they ruin him then? Was he ruined when he headlined pay-per-view after pay-per-view? Oh, he didn't win the title, so they ruined him. How are you ruined when you are on international TV week after week after? a week doing more of a personality than you could on other platforms that are driven just by bell-to-bell action. This guy is a bigger star than he's ever been. Been even without being on TV week to week. Does it feel weird that he's on TV? Does he feel like he's the hot buzzworthy character he was six months ago? No, but is he buried? Come on, are you seeing him on main event? Are you seeing him? Are you not are you just is he just buried in something? Come on, get it out of your head. Everybody thinks they know something when
1: they don't know anything at I, all. I, I just want to apologize very quickly to other former NXT champion Bobby Roode, who yeah. is currently on main event. Poor guy.
0: Yeah, that uh, that that's. It. You want to talk about somebody who like had just I, there, did he get buried or did he just fall off and fall through the cracks? Yeah, that's gonna happen. But I don't think that's happening with Nakamura because he's the United States champion and will have a match with Seth Rollins on a pay per view that you forget about. Like like what what happened there? Sorry if I just ruined your experience on the train. If you're listening to the uh,
1: podcast, yeah. I think that you know. I like I would like to see the Bullet Club guys mm-hmm. go to WWE and are they working all of us probably because they're teasing it a little too hard. It's a big old work you know, brother but it's a big old work. But would that be the worst thing in the world for the young bucks to say, "Hey, I know where I am and I know how to get to my family because I'm not in Japan working a two-week tour. Would that be the worst thing? You know, Kenny's a little different. He doesn't have a family like that. But, you know, maybe Kenny says, hey, I want to change the system from the inside. I've done all I can do on this international platform. You have all of these options and I think they're going to do what's best for them and what's best for their business because that is the business they're in, is their own brand and their own business. And I think at the end of the day, Cody's going to go back and Cody's going to, you know, get his name back eventually. Mm-hmm. But we'll see if that happens in January. Uh, this is just
0: a crazy one. Omega versus Rollins, WrestleMania 30, is it 35 30. or 36?
1: 36. 36. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. That so this year, the the one after. Maybe, you know. I don't know. We'll we'll see Omega versus Rollins before both guys are done, I'm sure. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know when we'll see
0: it. I don't know where we'll see it. I don't know if it'll be a WrestleMania match, but I think it's a match that both guys want. I brought this up, Ace Comic Con, just about a month ago. Uh, at Navy Pier in Chicago and Seth Rollins was there and I was in the room and fans were just asking questions. And I'm just like, Oh, maybe they'll just say something interesting. Right. Maybe they'll just, you know, say something goofy. Right. Uh, it was before evolution. I remember they had a, you can go check this out. It's up at wrestlezone.com. Google Seth Rollins, wrestle zone. And this, this will be one of the stories that pops up. And, uh, before he got into this one, Alexa bliss was asked, uh, who would you want to, how, how would you fare in a match against AJ Lee? And, uh, and she goes well, and Seth Rollins cuts her off. She's like, "She's crazy, dude. I wouldn't fight her. If she would you would. She would really beat you up. You would run if you saw her." And he just like cut her off and said it. It was, and people got a laugh out of it because uh, he was on stage with her and Alexa Bliss. And then Alexa Bliss laughs and she answers a question and says, "Oh, I'd love the match." And then uh, Rollins specifically gets asked about somebody. I can't remember who it was. Uh, maybe, maybe it was Dean Ambrose, and he and, and Alexa Bliss yells, "Oh, he's crazy! You shouldn't fight him. If I saw him, I would run. And you're gonna run when you have to fight him." And this was uh, this is before the turn too, so this was interesting. Uh, but the best, the biggest thing that came out of it, and this is the one you look up, just can Seth Rollins, Kenny Omega wrestles on. This story will be there, and it just it made a big audible ooh ah in a room of like 2,000 wrestling fans when he got asked. Who outside of WWE would you like to face? And he said very he, – he's like, oh. He took, he took this, like, long pause. And it was almost like he was thinking about, should I say this? And he goes, you know what? I want to fight Kenny Omega because I want to prove I'm the best wrestler in the world. And it, it's almost like he – I wouldn't say he went into business for himself in the situation where he's, you know, WWE press tour. We're at the Comic-Con. Ace Comic-Con. This is really cool. We're answering questions. Um, but for him to say it and say it so bluntly, you know, And say it in a way like, I know I'm the best wrestler in the world. And I know that Kenny Omega is believed to be the same thing in terms of the big-time match performer. Seth Rollins is that. He's consistently that. People say, why don't you give Seth Rollins the title? Uh, there's a lot of titles in WWE you can give people. I don't think you have to give him just the universal title. And I do think Seth, in the next couple of months, if he stays healthy, will become the bigger star on Raw. But if he had that match with Kenny Omega, Ooh, boy, baby, would that be? Yes. That would be something special. And it would be something where I don't know how much build you'd have to do to it. You just have to promise that these guys are going to have an insane match. You promise that they're going to have a lot of time and it would be wild. It would be something spectacular to see. Uh, Let's get into this uh, WrestleMania 36 location plans. All right. So we know uh, we're getting WrestleMania in New York, New Jersey. Uh, Now, there's always this talk of why don't you do it in London in the UK? And the the big reason they don't do that is because you would have a six-hour time difference, even from just, I believe, even just the West Coast or the East Coast. Think what that would air uh, in the Pacific time for the United States. So the, the core of WWE Network subscribers is domestic in the United in the United States and North America. And I don't know if that would be a keen thing to do. I don't know if a, a football stadium of fans from around the world are going to want to go see a show at 11 a.m., you know, you know, a show that could be five hours long. I don't know if it would have the same grandeur if you didn't start it at, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And then other people say, oh, why don't you do it here or there? I, I think – I Really feel it would be nice to do it somewhere you haven't done it before. We've gotten a lot of repeats in the last few years.
1: Minnesota. How about Minnesota? They've been Oh, yeah.
0: Minnesota. Bring it up here. One. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you know. Bring it up. We got 10,000 lakes. You guys want to go swim a lake? We got 10,000 of them. You know, they freeze over. Uh, you want to watch a Vikings game? We got some Molson, Canadian ice. Uh, we got NHL hockey with the wild. Uh, come on up, yo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's my bad. Yes, Minnesota, the Canada of America. Yes, Minnesota, the Canada of America. And Canada, the hat of America. Sorry, I was joking with you. Uh, are they putting a roof on war games at <laughs> the cage this year? This is the weirdest question I've ever been asked. Um,
1: well, Chris, because you seem to be a diehard NWA fan, they didn't last year, but this year is more of a traditional four on four war game. So we'll see. And this you is know, for NXT, we'll... correct? Yes, this is for the War Games takeover that is next Saturday. Next Saturday, we're already on top of it.
0: Like you know, what I mean, like we're already, we're already, we're almost like a week and a half away from Survivor Series. This is crazy. What do you
1: think of that match? Do you think it's put together well? Match, match of the weekend for sure. I love the way that this match was built. They had a crazy brawl back backstage, and I love everything that the Undisputed Era touches. They I don't... think they're the best. Thing in the industry right
0: now. I don't know, no, 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 no. I disagree. I, I, here, here's why. I think they're fun. Uh, and they've done some shenanigans. I just don't think they've taken enough losses. You know, I, I understand where they're supposed to be undisputed, right? And that's their, that's their angle. But they've had so many like cheat to win type things, and that just kind of wears on me for long enough. If I follow something. I follow NXT week to week. So many times, I love these barn burner matches, and it's like now here comes. The interference, <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. and it just kind of kills the the momentum and vibe of it. What you can think of, well, did you forget the match was great? No, I remember the match was great, you know, but at the same time, you know, Adam Cole dropped that title to Ricochet. He's now the North American champion, and he's a guy who's been feuding with Undisputed for quite some time. Uh, so they they have lost some things, but I don't know. I think there's just a little something missing. I would love to see a female member added to the mix for them. I think that would be exciting. But I am that into war. I am into war games in general. I am into war games in total. What do you think of Gargano and Aleister
1: Black touching each other at War Games? I think this is a very weird situation because we've only scratched the surface of the idea of why Johnny even did this. Mm. So. We need more reasoning, and that's almost where NXT becomes the exact opposite of Raw because there's so much stretched out and so little time that you end up having to wait for reasons instead of having three hours of information thrown at you in one night. Mm, Good point. Uh,
0: Some people want a roof on War Games. Some people want to see Minnesota or Atlanta, GA. Get it? Um, So a lot of people say this. I like how it's ROH fighting ROH in NXT.
1: It kind of is, yeah. It is. Ricochet it is quite. It, it is quite a War bit. Raiders.
0: Yeah, you have you have a lot of guys who spent some time in uh, a lot of different promotions there, but that's that's wrestling now. There's a lot of interblending, so get used to it if if you're not into it. All right, wrestlezone.com is where you should go to check out all the big stories that we have going on. As I mentioned, a lot going on in our podcast feed as well. That interview with Brian Pillman Jr. is up in our podcast feed. So not just the daily episodes you can consume if you're just listening to us. Four days a week, we have a new show for you. Uh, But as we're doing all this, we need your support. As much as uh, there is a crowded space on the internet, we don't get to reach people unless you spread the word. So if you like the podcast, share it with other people, the video version of it or the audio version of it. And we really appreciate that. And the more you do it, the more we're inclined to do extra shows. The Crown Jewel show we did. Had 4,000 viewers in like eight hours. So thank you guys so much for getting behind that. Uh, That doesn't seem like a lot, but in eight hours, it's a lot on Facebook, a very crowded space where we fight our biggest enemy, the algorithms. Uh, But thank you guys so much for getting behind everything we're doing. Another great thing we're doing is our partnership with powerslam.tv. They give us a free match every week from their big video archive. Powerslam.tv has all the best independent pro wrestling, on demand to watch in one place. And this week we get a great match for them. PCO, a man who is not human, who who is powered by a car battery. Uh, That that happens in this match. He gets powered by a car battery to face Jeff Cobb and Brody King for Smash Wrestling. That is free on the WrestleZone Facebook page to check out right now. As well, uh, great things we're doing with the Monster Factory, one of the biggest pro wrestling schools in the country. They do streaming live classes. From the Monster Factory on the East Coast, one of the best wrestling schools. If you just want to check it out, you want to know what it would be like to be in a wrestling school – Literally, it's a roving in the original
1: which, wrestling school. It is. It is. It is real here.
0: It's a roving live camera as they're teaching. And it's really, really intriguing. And then you get to you kind of get to see them do sparring matches. It's been a really fun thing for me to watch when I'm on the train at night and I'm like going from one comedy thing to the other. I was like, all right, let's see who's, let's see what's going on in class tonight, you know? So a lot going on there. And as we have more plugs, I do want to bring this up. Uh, you guys can hear me on the radio uh, in Chicago or anywhere in the world on 101 WKQX. On all the different apps, we're on TuneIn, we're on iHeart, we're on our own app. If you're on Alexa, you can listen to us on that. Uh, we just launched some really really cool stuff: three hours of commercial-free music every afternoon. People say Spotify. I want my Spotify. Well, this is a we uh, have people that have worked in music for years and years and years, and we're kind of putting it all together. One great package. If you love Green Day, if you love Twenty One Pilots, you'll have. Great alternative rock music. We have it all for you on 101 WKQX. And we have five big nights of live music coming to the Aragon in Chicago. The Aragon Ballroom, famous for its wrestling from the 1930s and 40s. Get a load of this, Robert. Muse, one of the biggest bands in the world. We have them. They can play football stadiums. And we have them playing the Aragon Ballroom, which houses about 5,000 people. Uh, the presale for that sold out, but you can go to 101WKQX.com and enter to win tickets. You want to enter to win tickets there at 101WKQX.com backslash stole. Uh, Robert, if they want to follow you on the Twitter, where do they go? They go at fleece, D-U-D-E-F-E-L-I-C-E. Mm-hmm. And if you want to follow me at Kellam, that's K-E-V-K-E-L-L-A-M for WrestleZone.com. For Robert DeFelis, I ask you and I implore you. Uh, most importantly, to your friends and family. Hold them close. Get them in front of the TV tonight. Whisper in their ear. Please, enjoy wrestling. I will. You will. Okay, good. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was a silly episode. Not our best, but a silly one.
1: Yeah, I was looking at the viewership. That was a little down. I just got a text message from somebody who was